Supermums on Cloud9. I'm Heather Black, a coach and champion for women in tech and founder of Supermums, a global brand supporting mums to develop a career in the Salesforce ecosystem. During the next four podcast episodes, I'm talking to you about how to create your Parents Flex Up career plan. We're currently running this Parents Flex Up campaign, which is about inspiring and educating parents to think about how they can work differently and how they could relaunch their career in the Salesforce world. Now, as a Salesforce professional, you can earn on average £60,000 a year, or that's $120,000 if we're based in the USA. And I'm going to teach you how you can earn more, work less, and love life during this four-part series. Now, in part one, I covered about how to have the right mindset for success. This is really important if you want to get your head in the right place and you feel confident and empowered to move through this journey because whenever you're embarking on a journey of learning something new, launching a new career, it is really about having that positive, stronger mindset to get you through the the ups and downs along the way. So listen to that if you haven't already. During part two today, I'm going to be talking about how and what to learn to accelerate your success. So I'm going to be talking about your learning styles, what is important about how you learn because if you're struggling to learn, and be motivated to learn, then some of the things I'm going to be sharing with you today is going to be really important for that. Um, But I'm also going to quite simply say, what is it you would learn if you're interested in a Salesforce career? You know, so it's about those two different things because you might have tried to learn Salesforce, but maybe you haven't quite learned it in the right way that's working for you. And we found that a lot with some of our Supermum trainees. They start trying to learn Salesforce in a certain way and it's just not really working for them. They're not motivated, not getting there. So we're going to talk about, as I say, those different ways that you can learn Salesforce that might make the penny drop, that might make you more motivated. So really excited about sharing some of these top tips with you today. What we've got coming up in part three and part four is about understanding the career paths you could take, particularly in a recession proof environment. You know, how do you create the right career path that's going to make sure that you feel safe and secure if you've got this recession on the horizon? Um, And part four is about how to make yourself in demand and indispensable as part of that journey as well. So you land the perfect job that you want, but equally there's um, about reducing the risk of you losing a job if the recession comes into play. So let's talk about can anyone learn Salesforce? Absolutely, yes, they can. There are no prerequisite qualifications or anything that you need to learn Salesforce. There has to be an appetite for learning. There has to be an appetite for lifelong learning because the reality is that, you know, you don't just learn one qualification and that's it with Salesforce there is ongoing innovation, new products, product enhancements. And so you have to have that appetite to keep learning Salesforce and to be motivated. And so that's why we're going to be talking about learning style and habits today. Now, some people might have started to learn Salesforce, but as I say, quickly decided that they can't learn it because it's not working for them. They don't get it. And, you know, what's frustrating about that is actually the way that they might have been taught it and learnt it is just not the right learning style for them. It could be quite as simple as that. So anybody can grasp Salesforce if they really want to, but it is about having the right type of training for them. And the reason why Salesforce CRM is really good to learn right now is that it is a pretty resilient proof career because Salesforce is a CRM. Uh, Cloud computing is one of the most in-demand skills by employers, but equally as we're heading into a recession type environment, every business still needs a CRM to power it. It still needs that core team that is helping keep systems and processes running for any business. So quite often it will be a team that will um, you know, be quite resilient during sort of times of economic downturn. So we're going to be talking about that career path as part three, as I said, 
But now is still a great time to learn Salesforce. There still are numerous job opportunities available, millions of jobs opportunities available. There is a short shortness of talent um, you know we do need more people learning Salesforce and particularly within niche areas actually so it's very much what I want to do is very much encourage people to move beyond the admin certification which I'm going to be talking about which is the foundation certification because what is really relevant what is really prevalent having spoken to people at Salesforce and from getting their intel is that there are a lot of people coming in at this admin level but there is this desperate need to keep people learning and to be becoming more niche experts in other certifications in different products within the Salesforce space. So this is where this appetite for lifelong learning comes in is don't get complacent, you know, take those steps because that's what's going to get you earning. You know, when I'm talking about those average salaries that I'm talking about, you know, people with a basic admin certification aren't going to get to those higher salaries straight away. You need to be doing these additional certifications. So let's talk about what those certifications might be. So when you start out, absolutely the admin certification is your foundation knowledge and certification that gives you the basic understanding of the product, what it can offer, how you can configure it using clicks, not code. It gives you that ticket to apply for any Salesforce related role as you've mastered the basics. And then within the Supermums admin course, we provide live training, but also practical theory and live work experience to help you really master those skills. So as I'm going to talk about different ways of learning, personally, I really enjoy live training. I like showing up, I like being there with somebody. I like asking questions because that makes me motivated and I learn it. Whereas if I'm being told, oh, you need to log in and watch something in your own time, I quite often won't find myself doing that. So being really mindful about how you should learn admin, you know, and to get that journey started off will be really important. So as I say, I will come on to learning styles in a moment. Now, once you've done your admin certification, where would you go next? There are two additional sort of steps you should or could take at this point. So one, you've learned technical skills with the admin certification. Great. You understand Salesforce. Now, there are some softer skills that you should then get, like business analysis skills. Now, with business analysis skills, this is all about understanding how to solve business problems and understanding what is going on for that business and why they might need Salesforce in the first place. So quite often you might have carried out similar skills in a previous role, but never really called it business analysis. So, for example, I was a business coach previously and as a business coach, I would be asking entrepreneurs, you know, talk me through your processes, talk me through your goals and KPIs, talk me through what you want. And I'd be helping them think through those areas and put in place new solutions. Now that is business analysis. I didn't know it at the time um, because that language wasn't used in the coaching industry. But within the Salesforce ecosystem, business analysis skills is really about digging into those business problems, looking at their business processes, identifying new ways of working, understanding what their KPIs are, their performance indicators, what their goals are and how you can help them achieve them. And there is a more formal way of, un of understanding this within the cloud computing world because you want to be able to document those requirements properly and prioritize them. Um, and so there is a more formal way of doing business analysis within the Salesforce world, but it's a really nice soft skill set. It's something that everybody should have. So I'd be highly recommending earning a business analysis certification to go on your CV. 
It's something you can quickly ramp up on and do. It's something that we cover at Supermums with our consultancy skills course that provides a whole suite of skill sets for you. And typically, business analysis skills will add another 10K to your CV. It will add value to what you offer in the, the marketplace. It will enhance what you bring to that role. Now, looking at more the technical skill sets, what you'd be then looking at is that app builder and admin, advanced admin certifications, because what they do is very nicely complement the admin certification. A lot of the content does overlap, but adds value and builds on that foundation knowledge. So you can quickly get one or two additional certs under your belt. So it's not something you should leave for a while, do it where that content is fresh in your head. Adding these certs on will certainly put you head and shoulders above other people at interview and add value to your salary potential. So during year one of learning, these are the key things minimum that I would say that you should be doing is really kind of getting these suites of skills and certifications. And you can absolutely do more than that. But that would be your foundation if you were to do minimum is get those key things under your belt because business analysis skills, I would say, is a fundamental skill really for people in this in this ecosystem to have within any career path you go down. It's going to add absolute value to you. And those uh, initial basic foundation certs is going to help you just understand what you can do with the, the platform. So as we move through to year two, and some of this you might start before year two, absolutely possible if you have the time, is start to think about which uh, niche you want to go down because you can be overwhelmed by the range of training certifications that are out there, you know, which 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 route suits you. So you've got to think about the type of job that's going to suit you and we're going to be covering that in part three. So make sure you listen in for part three next week. But with product cloud certifications, the first thing that I'd sort of encourage you to think about is your industry background. You know, where did you work before? Did you work in a sales team? Did you work in a marketing team? Were you working in the hospitality industry or the health industry or the nonprofit industry? Because what I'd recommend really is do one of the product certifications at Salesforce that really mirrors your industry expertise and background. Because when you enter the job market, people are really wanting to hire people with that industry background more than anything, because then you can add the Salesforce experience onto it. It's very easy to teach people Salesforce, believe it or not, but it's you can't give somebody 10 years of industry background. And when you walk into a Salesforce customer and you're going to be implementing a system and process for an organization, Having a Salesforce professional that understands the lingo, the language, the common pain points and everything is what a client really wants. And that's what people look to hire from. So what I want you to think about is, okay, what, where can I focus my niche based on my background and experience? And to then look at the Salesforce certification that is really going to build on that background experience that you have because with that again you're going to get another 10k brownie points it's going to add to your cv and experience if you're selling yourself in an area and industry that you know really well so go and learn the health cloud or the financial services cloud or the field service lightning cloud the non-profit cloud the sales cloud or service cloud find the ones that really mirror your interest and expertise and go for that um, so that's my first recommendation the second is understand whether you have an appetite to go down the developer route. You know, do you have a thirst to learn coding, you know, rather than clicks? You might decide, you know, this goes back to the career paths really, is you can choose two distinct career paths. Um, not to say that you can't change it, 
going forward you could do all the career paths at any point in your Salesforce career but there are those um, you know there are career paths where you can either go down the route of advising and consulting and being able to continue to build out Salesforce using clicks as I say consulting more and advising clients or you could go down that route of building the system and getting much more technical with the system and sitting behind your computer most of the day, which is where you're perhaps coding the platform and doing much more advanced with it. So absolutely, we've had you know super mums that have gone through our program that have gone down both routes. And so if you were interested in getting your hands dirty with coding and spending more time in front of the computer rather than in front of people, then you might want to progress with your platform one certification, then do your platform two certification and then go through your architect certifications. Um, and so that's the other route that you would go down to quickly start bumping up your salary and your earning potential through moving through as a junior developer, developer, senior developer, architect tracks as opposed to the more advisory route where you'd be a consultant, a BA, etc. Um, as well. So you can, within two years, you can easily forge your track into the consultancy world or the developer world if you're really mindful about where you want to be and to be hitting those average salaries within two years, for sure. So that would be what to learn and to how to think about it. Now, how to learn is the next thing that I will sort of cover. So as I say, you could have found yourself learning or trying to learn Salesforce, but it, the penny isn't dropping for whatever reason. And that's not necessarily the time to give up. What you need to be really mindful of is actually, is there a better way for me to, to learn this? So the first thing is to kind of get clear on your preferred learning style. So if you were building a, a Wendy house in the garden, just have a think for a minute about how you would best learn how to build that Wendy house. So are you the type of person that would watch a video on YouTube? Are you uh, one that would just look at the pictures in the instruction manual and not necessarily read things? Are you the person that would read the manual back to front? Um, or are you the kind of person that actually would just try putting it together without reading any instructions? And so with that in mind, this will kind of help you sort of visualize what kind of learning style you might be. So one of the visual styles is visual. So you're enjoying seeing visual demonstrations, of the product, seeing run throughs, watching videos, presentations and pictures. So if you're quite a visual learner, you will like the videos as we've talked about, but equally um, you might just look at pictures within a manual and you want to see how it works. The second learning style is kinesthetic. And this is where, as I talked about, you might not read a manual at all. You might just want to crack on with it. So you enjoy practically working through exercises to really get a feel of how to do something. You enjoy learning by doing and getting stuck into a product to really understand how it works. The third is audio. So audio is where you like listening to people. So you might prefer the live trainer. Um, you might prefer the video, the audio or the podcasts. Um, rather than reading something, for example. And with audio digital, you're more likely to prefer reading stuff. So you won't really enjoy watching videos or podcasts. It's the opposite. But what you'll do is read everything very thoroughly and really enjoy the rationale and logic behind it. So get clear on what your preferred learning style is. And then you want to be choosing a training provider that has a great combination of all of this, which is what we try and do at Supermums, or find the training provider that really ticks the right box for you. Now, 
The second thing to just layer on here is about learning habits. So the first learning habit is uh, really resonates more with me, to be fair, which is this live training situation. So for me to be motivated to learn, I have to have set dates and times. I like to have live trainers there. That keeps me accountable. Like I really enjoy working and learning in groups or one-to-one with people. I can ask questions. I can seek advice. I maintain concentration when I'm there. So it's about being present. It's about being you know, showing up, everybody's learning together, you know, as say learning from live trainers, being there, I am absolutely, my learning habit is so much ingrained in that. The other type of learning habit, which absolutely might be you or may not be you, is that pre-recorded content style that you get a lot of these days. If you are like me, where you've signed up for courses that you've never taken, um, you know, because they're all pre-recorded, so they're quite cheap, you know, and you think, oh yeah, it'd be really interesting to learn, but then there's no sort of live sessions, there's no motivation. That is a pre-recorded content style. Now, if you're really self-motivated and you absolutely log in, you can plan your own learning journey, you can complete learning modules off your own back, um, then that's fantastic. You know, you've got a great self-motivated learning habit. And quite often those people will prefer to work independently in your own pace. You like to get your study done in your own timeframes and you'll seek help from peers only when you need. And so there's two distinct learning habits here. And we find at Supermums, we tend to get those people coming to us who are the first learning habit. Like they like being, you know, showing up with people, having set times and dates, having a very clear accountability plan um, because they've struggled to self-motivate themselves. But there are plenty of people within the Salesforce ecosystem who will self-study and use Trailhead to kind of complete what they want to do because they can sort of navigate their own way through it. So think about your learning habit. You know, think about where, you know, if you've started on this journey already, where are you? What is working for you? What isn't working for you? You know, certainly check out that you've got the right training provision for you and overwhelmingly like the key things I would say just to wrap this session up is that there are key ingredients for these learning habits so in either capacity whether you're doing live training or you're being self-motivated with pre-recorded content is one make sure you set boundaries goes back to that mindset piece second is create that study plan with clear goals and accountability so who are you accountable to who's going to keep you on track for those goals again mindset Be present, you know, make sure that you're focused on it. You can be there, you can concentrate on it. Accept recognition, so reward yourself, you know, celebrate your successes because all of those things are going to help you achieve your end-to-end goal and help you with that lifelong learning habit as well. So this very much ties back into that part one mindset piece. You know, what is your goal here? What's going to be your reward? What's going to be the impact of making this difference? If I'm going to spend time learning all this stuff, what what is the impact I want to have? You know, do I want to achieve to earn more and to work less? Do I want to spend more time with my family? Do I want to see that my kids are happier because I've got more time with them? You know, these type of motivational pieces are the things that's going to make you do things and get you to where you want to be. So what you need to learn is what we've covered today, how you need to learn, how to motivate yourself and how to get there. 
um, is everything that I've wanted to cover as part of two, part two. So hopefully you've taken away something useful from the podcast today. If you have enjoyed it, then please do rate and review it on iTunes. If we can help you at Supermums learn these additional skills, give you that support infrastructure that you want, then please do reach out to us at supermums.org. You can speak to us both about our admin and our consultancy skills courses to help you get to where you need to be. So thank you very much for listening. I hope that's given you a clear part of how to what to put into your career plan for your second stage. And I look forward to talking to you as part three on what career path might be right for you. We're going to be talking about the range of job roles available and how they might suit your different personalities. So look forward to sharing that with you soon. Take care. Bye.